0: Hello, it's Debbie Gilbert from the Business Awards Show and I'm also the founder of the Best Business Women Awards. And today I am joined by Kate Adam from Meredith Marketing. She is a marketeer with over 35 years experience and Kate has a marketing consultancy that focuses on marketing and event strategy and she writes award entries, which is why I've invited her onto the show to share some of her knowledge and expertise around writing award entries. So welcome, Kate. Thank you, Debbie. Thanks very much for inviting me. That's lovely to have you. Um, so I've known Kate now since um, 2011, so a long time, and she personally helped me with an award entry all those years ago, and I won, which was my very first award that I ever So very, very special to me. Um, So, Kate, tell our listeners more about your business journey and a bit about your business.
1: Okay, thanks, Debbie. So I've worked in marketing, as Debbie said, for many years. I worked for a long time in corporate worlds. I worked in financial services. And my more recent corporate experience was actually with Orange. I left Orange 17 years ago when it was still called Orange. Um, I did a whole variety of marketing uh, in that space of time. Uh, Lastly, head of UK trade marketing. So it was a a very busy and very diverse um, portfolio of marketing tools and collateral and strategy that we had to deliver to deliver sales. And I'm particularly interested in marketing that actually delivers a result. Um, I set up on my own in uh, 2006 uh, got straight into networking which was a whole different world for me didn't even know people got up and were talking about business at seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> um but the networking that i did certainly over the first three or four years has stood me in such good stead it includes meeting you uh, and a whole variety of people that i still work with today many of whom are great friends I love the variety of what I do because I deal with um, in terms of marketing strategy, uh, in terms of comms, and particularly here as we're talking about awards, I love getting under the skin of businesses, very quickly getting under the skin of businesses, what their drivers are. I love learning about new things. I meet some amazing people who've achieved a huge amount and sometimes come to me saying, oh, I've just been thinking about entering a ward and what do you think? The awards um, itself, I got into, I'd, I'd done some with a client earlier on. That was in car park management. I told you there's a variety. <laughs> and we we went to the British Parking
0: Awards. Is there such a thing as a British Parking Award? There, there is an award. i an I'll award have to get there. them on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I,
1: through my networking, uh, I was introduced to the FSB and the contact who was running the FSB Awards for Hertfordshire. And this is probably about 2008 and 2009. And um, he was looking for someone to promote them. So to do the PR around FSB Hertfordshire Awards. Um, As I was singing loud and proudly to anyone who cared to listen, a a couple of networking groups that I was a member of, one of which was the Women in Business Network. This was before I'd met you. And um, I was encouraging the the successful business women to think about entering awards. Uh, One in particular, who I know that you know, a lady called Claire Austin, who's actually in funeral directing, she said, oh, I'm really interested in doing this. And what happened was a ripple effect because she won everything that was going. Very successful businesswoman um, and obviously a slightly unusual business in terms of what uh, judges might normally be looking at. Um, Not every day that they see a funeral director entering awards. And what happened is then that people started saying, okay, we must have a one-to-one. And then when I got to the one-to-one, mm, can we have a bit of a chat about awards? Because they could see uh, what an accolade it was for, for her, what recognition it was for her, not only as her as an individual, um, but very much as her team. And really, it, it, it just ballooned from there. Um, and yeah, I've worked with, I would say... Uh, I haven't tallied it up recently, but I would say I've probably written over 120 award submissions. Wow. Um, I've got a a good success rate. I think about 95% of those get to finals. Mm -hmm. And then probably between 50 and 60% of those go on to win. That's amazing. Um, And that's been a county level, regional level, national level, and even international level. So it's a fairly broad um, spectrum that I've covered.
0: Brilliant. So when a business comes to you and says, look, should I be entering awards? What sort of questions do you ask them to start off with?
1: I ask them really to tell, tell me their story. Um, it might sound a really obvious thing to do, but I'm I'm interested in really what motivates them to do what they do best, what they deliver to their clients, how they deliver that to that, their clients, um, and what makes them passionate about what they do inevitably ask them questions that get them sort of scratching their heads and saying, well, I hadn't really thought about that. Mm. Um, and in particular, I think so many business people have set off, set up their business because they're absolutely passionate about what they do. They're driven towards what they do. And they've got their foot on the gas constantly. And what I do is get them to take their foot off the gas and just have a little look elsewhere and take that step back which they seem to find invaluable the other thing that i would talk about right up front even at this stage whether it's a, a relatively informal discussion is about their financials mm. now i'm not i don't need to know every penny mm. um every thousand pounds what i do need to know is that they have got a successful business mm growth doesn't have to be linear because businesses will be businesses will have challenging times as we've all had over the past few years more more than ever probably before but and businesses will be investing to grow to the next phase but i need to know that they've got a solid business with financials that can back them up mm. and that they are able to back those up because as you know and we'll probably talk a little bit about evidence without that as a successful story really the judges are not gonna find it credible. What I will say against that is, it doesn't mean to say that you've got to be a multi-million pound turnover business. Mm -hmm. I worked with one one couple who'd set up a a sort of bedroom business alongside their full-time jobs. And it was an online magazine Mm -hmm. and the subscription was 4.95 a month. They'd started off in year one, probably their turnover was a thousand pounds. And they may easily have thought, oh, we just we won't have a chance at all. But there are ways of working to demonstrate, well, actually, that might not be huge in some people's eyes, but in terms of what they'd achieved and what they then achieved in year two, with growth month on month mm-hmm. and year on year, they had a really fantastic story to tell. They got to finals the first year for the first time and they um, came runner up and the next year they went on and won. And that was a really tiny, tiny micro business. But again, they were doing a fabulous job in something they were really passionate about. And that was my job to help them tell that story.
0: Yeah. So what I'm getting from you, um, Kate, is that people shouldn't think I'm too small to enter awards. There will be a out there for you. Definitely. Definitely. And it's
1: about finding, sometimes it's about saying, well, why are you wanting to enter? What are you wanting to win? What would be valuable for your business? But I'm also able to do is to just guide a little bit to say, that one's going to be tougher, because you might be against businesses of all sizes. Mm -hmm. You can still tell the story. But ultimately, the judges might see something that's just much bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's difficult to compete with. But there are definitely awards for everybody as long as we've talked about that they've got a, a a solid business and a good story to tell.
0: So once somebody's engaged you to write their entry for them, um, what's your next step? What do you do with them? I ask a lot of <laughs> questions. I know this. I do know this, listeners. <laughs> I felt I was being interrogated. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I that awesome? hate interrogation.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just, um, we just start off really, sometimes we've already know which category we're going for, but at the point at which we know which category we're going for, I'll just go through the questions on that category and say, right, tell me this, tell me this, tell me this, tell me this. The business owners do need to play a big part in it. Um, I can't just take, and they say, oh, we'll write it all for you. you know, You'll write it all for us. It doesn't work like that. Um, And I usually say to clients, it's a bit like panning for gold because there are things that as a business owner, they do day in, day out and don't ever question it. But because I've worked with so many businesses, I'm able to say, well, actually, you might think that everybody does that, but everybody doesn't. Mm -hmm. And you go off and find me some information about that. So they go off, they give me the next set of information, we talk it through. And that generally will then reveal some more questions. And often it's by pushing that, it's an iterative process. And by keep pushing on all of that, that's when we come up with the gold. And it, it, it will often take a couple of conversations to get to that point. And me reviewing as a completely objective person, reviewing the information that they send to me, and then ask more questions.
0: And then it comes to the evidence with award entries. Now, how do you go about getting the right evidence together? What do you think is the real golden evidence that people can submit with an entry?
1: It depends on what the category is. Mm. Um, every, every award entry that I've done will ask for financials, mm-hmm. um, usually for the previous year and then for the future year. And I just make sure depending on a client's financial year that we put the best figures in and, um, to demonstrate that there is the growth there, rather than interpreting literally And if they didn't have such a good year last year, but are actually have a better year, but they haven't finished their financial year and they think they should put last year's in. So financials, beyond that, I would generally be then looking at projecting the financials. Some businesses have got a very clear five-year five strategy already mapped out. They know what financials they want to achieve. I have to say, the majority of businesses don't because they're so busy on the sort of here and now and delivering and, and over the next six to 12 months. But I always want to get them to talk about the next three to five years and putting those financials into a graph format. Pictures tell a thousand words. And I think for judges to just get a snapshot over whatever period we agree. So depending on the length of the business, I don't think we need to be going back to day one if the business has been established for 50, 60 years. But just maybe taking a 10 year view and saying, right, this is where we've come from. Annotating a graph that says, this is where we actually took on new premises. This is where we invested in new fleet. This is depending on the nature of the business. And then projecting that forward. Some businesses find that difficult to do and again i think because the past few years with COVID have been so exceptional people are, are focusing much more short term on on getting themselves back to perhaps where they were before covid if their business has exploded then regrouping and reconsolidating to then make that growth sustainable um but being able to look ahead and and show the judges yeah we know we're in this for the longer term and we know that the business is sustainable. Definitely. So that's the financials. So most businesses, testimonials are like gold dust. If, if your business is one that you have Google reviews or Trustpilot, then I think capturing some of those, again, in as visual form as possible, just conveys uh, the validity of the reviews as they're coming up. The quantity of the reviews when they're coming up, and we can send judges to a website if if that's appropriate. Um, having testimonials, longer testimonials, a lot of professional services firms wouldn't choose to go on trust pilot, or they don't have enough Google reviews, they might be quite niche, they don't have high volumes. So then having um if B2B, having a, a testimonial from a client with the client's logo. Again, the more visuals we can get in, the better. The judges that are, probably will only have, and you know this far better than me, the judges probably have only got maybe 10, possibly 15 minutes per award entry. So they've got to read those words. If they've got images that will back up, it might be photos of the team, it might be photos of the premises. Uh, if you've got a fleet, um, logistics fleet of delivery lorries, then you might want to photo those. Anything that's going to bring the business to life and anything that's just going to give the judges a bit of a, oh, that's interesting, to get their attention. The more visual, the better. There will always be a, a limit in terms of file, file size or number of pieces of evidence. But again, that'll be working with the, the client to make sure we've got the right bit of evidence supporting the right question.
0: So it's as easy as possible for the judges to gather that story. We have what's called the wow factor. So one entry can get 10 points as a wow factor. So they can only give it to one one business. And that normally does separate the gold winner from the other finalists. And are you able to share any of the wow factors? The wow factors have to be that that entry has got all the financials, all the questions been answered properly, and the evidence is really strong and really clear labelled that they've got it's dotted all the i's and crossed all the t's and if if entrants have done those things and the and the judges love the story love the business you know and and it's always subjective with judging because you will always get somebody who you know loves that story and loves that business perhaps more than another judge does which is why we have three judges looking at every entry Mm -hmm. um but if one judge has given that entry 10 points. It's a 10 points, it's a straight 10 points. And they can award it to one entry and therefore in that category. And therefore that will generally separate off. And it's interesting when you get the results back in because often the same judges will pick the same person and yet they haven't conversed. So it's really interesting. And it's generally how the entry flows and the story that it tells. So I completely agree with everything you're saying. It's so important so let's talk about why somebody why would a business owner use your service as opposed to writing the entry themselves I think
1: if a business owner has got the time and commitment to write that entry fantastic where I can come in is I will just ask a lot more questions Mm. and what I what I aim to do is find headlines. So next time you're watching the news, listening to the news, reading a paper, look at the headlines that will capture your attention straight away and make you decide whether you want to read any further. So I would always say to a client, don't start to say, well, I founded my business in such and such a year. And at the end of the first year, I did this. And the end of the second year, I did this. I want to, as I say, pan for gold, find those nuggets and put those front and center. So if a judge is saying, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting to see that, that's what I'm aiming to get to. What The other key thing I find with business owners is they are often um, quietly modest, but perhaps a bit too quietly modest from my point of view, because it's much easier for me to shout and say what an amazing job they're doing and really encourage them to reflect on their achievements. I'm completely fresh to that business. So I'm going to ask questions that, again, I find business owners say, well, doesn't everybody do that? Well, no, they don't, actually. You know, I worked with a client recently and they publish um, unedited customer testimonials on their website, every single one, walks and all. I've never come across a business that's done that. Um, so it's, it's that fresh pair of eyes that can come in and challenge and just say, yeah, but hang on a minute. I had one client... Um, I worked with some years ago, they won a lot of awards. And I remember giving my first draft back to the client and she just said to me, is that really us? She said, (laughs) we have just written it in boring lawyer speak. I can't, gosh, you've made us sound brilliant. And I said, that's because you are, but you're just so far in it and focused on your team, focused on your clients, focusing on what you're doing next, that I'm just going to take you off that merry-go-round briefly and play back those achievements to you. Um, the lady that you introduced me to last year who won four national awards. Mm-hmm. Again, she spoke to her husband and he said, oh, but you did this and you did this and you did this. And she'd just forgotten because she's so passionately moving on with what she needs to do for her clients. And so I just said, well, I better speak to your husband then, had not you? So I had an hour with him where, again, he was able to see things and remember things that she just hadn't because she's, she's so busy getting on with the next thing. So fresh pair of eyes, um, make you focus on all your achievements in perhaps a way that an individual won't do because they'll feel it's bragging or boasting. But I can do that for them.
0: Yeah. And if somebody's already entered awards before and haven't been successful or maybe they they got to the final, but they've never won. Are you happy to sort of review what they've done in the past and have a look at it? Absolutely right.
1: Um, And that is also an interesting thing to do, because some people get so cross that they haven't won. Really? really, (laughs) I don't need to tell you that, do I? They really really believe they've got a good business and they probably have got a really good business, but they probably have missed Mm. quite a few of the things that you and I have been talking about that make an entry award-winning. If I look at at their submission and think, "Mm, you're probably not ready yet. What I've also done is work with businesses to say, Right, perhaps not this year, but for next year. So I've done um, a number of things with clients, one of which was creating a, a, a marketing campaign, which was what the business needed. And the marketing campaign was so successful, we actually used that then to help win awards, which it did. Wow! Um, so, yes, I'm very happy to do, if if a business owner just is interested in a one-off professional review of a previous submission, and then they take the learnings away and, and do it themselves again that has worked really well for a lot of business people over the past 10 years
0: and that's what I love about you is your honesty and integrity because you will only do a submission for a category for one person one business you wouldn't do it for any more than one within yeah. that category um, yeah. and I think that's important for people to understand that any yeah. good award writer will only do one submission per category in an awards because otherwise mm-hmm. you're writing for two clients that are technically up yes, against um, yeah um, just- and another thing that comes up a lot and I get this a lot every year when I run the launch event for the awards or I talk to people about awards and they say to me oh um I think it's cheating when you get someone else to write your award entry and I say it's not cheating how is it cheating it's like any other service that you use for your business it's at the end of the day you should still be reading that entry and from everything you've said, the business owner will have an awful lot of input into that entry, even working with you. It's just that you are doing the do, you're doing the typing and the creation of the copy. So you agree with me on that, that it's not cheating, is it? It's just using service.
1: Absolutely. The same as any other professional service.
0: And I think, you know, we, we do get really busy and we do get really like bogged down with our day to day lives and, and I think, you know, sometimes you're missing these deadlines for awards simply because you don't have the time to do them mm-hmm. and therefore using a service like yourself um, is a sensible thing to do. It's a really sensible thing to do. So definitely not cheating, getting someone else to help you with your awarding. <laughs> in fact, I would say it's good It's good business practice because generally when the awards come in, the award entries come into our awards, um, you would not be submitting the standard of award that actually gets rejected because they're generally missing so much information. And that's the problem. And and like you alluded to earlier, these are probably really good businesses, but they're just not really paying much attention to the entries that they're flinging in. And they're just literally pinging them off and hoping that something will stick. And it won't because, you know, like many awards out there, you know, we have a judging panel of business experts and, they are very clever at reading award entries. They know what they're looking for and they know what makes sense and what doesn't. So therefore somebody making ridiculous claims in an award entry is never going to get through because they will see through that, 100%.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and I think that's that's a, that's a very good point.
0: But also, you
1: know, most of the businesses that I deal with, I couldn't do what they do. No, exactly. I've never done it before. <laughs> and if they haven't entered business awards before, some do really well and they might get to finals, but they might not win. And they'll be frustrated that they didn't win and they'll send me the, their um, submission and I'll just say, but what about this? Or what about this? Or what about this? And I think your point there about the judges are able to see through things. I have had clients who have um, got to finals in I think a couple of a couple of cases didn't actually get to finals and that was based on their financials now they had strong financial story to tell but they were then making claims Mm. about what their growth was going to be and I have every confidence that they will have got there but they couldn't support it they couldn't back it up and at the time I said we're really light on this Mm. you might be really confident I know you I've worked with you I can see that you'll get that but if we can't substantiate how that growth is going to come about it won't be credible to the judges
0: no and they do see through it we you know we get comments all the time where they'll reject an entry and they'll say you know this entrepreneur has done this amount of turnover so far and they're predicting this turnover for next year but there's nothing to substantiate that they could actually achieve that and i don't think it's achievable so Mm. it's interesting that you've said that Mm. um so in terms of anything any other tips that you could give to people is there anything else that you you could share that people should be aware of when doing award entries that we haven't covered
1: um I don't
0: think so what about that all-important deadline
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes and your deadlines don't shift I know some other award organizers there they will often then um add an extra week and I know you don't and it is tough but I'm 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 very mindful of how busy people are and i'm very mindful of the fact that a lot of people are very busy with their clients between nine and five um and i'm very happy to be flexible with them around that to make sure we do meet the deadline and i will keep chasing every now and then i have a business that just says you know what kate i've just taken on this really new exciting important client Mm -hmm. and i just haven't got time to do it so we just Put it on hold and then we revisit it but i'll have all the information already captured ready to just press the button a year later a month later whenever that will be but yes we do need to plan it will always go to the wire just that's what happens with deadlines um <laughs> but that's all part of the challenge for me as well
0: my kind of most stressful day of my year that (laughs) (laughs) but if somebody uh has found a come across an awards that they want to enter and the closing date is the next day they shouldn't really even phone you at that point (laughs) should they should wait and do it for next
1: year (laughs) probably not more than happy to have a conversation but um i was asked that sort of very early on working with someone and she said, oh, I've just been told about these the deadlines in three days time. And we haven't even had our first proper conversation yet. And I said, I'm not going to take it on. Yeah, I would not be doing you any justice, any service whatsoever. You, um, what
0: I love about you, as I said, it's about your honesty and integrity. And, you. you know, it's so important, so hmm. important. So what's in the picture for marriage marketing for this year? What are your, What are your plans? Finally enough, I've got quite a few award entries to write. <laughs> We're back in award
1: season, the first ones of 2023. Um, so in the shorter term, I've got quite a few entries to write and then beyond that, I haven't quite worked
0: out yet. <laughs> well thank you for joining me today and sparing time thank you so much for inviting me i really enjoyed it that's okay we will add kate's details to the show notes of the podcast so you can get in contact with her if you need help with your award entry and it's been great chatting to you today and thank you for joining me thanks so much debbie
1: all the best for this year's
0: awards thanks for listening to the business awards show if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review to catch all of the latest information and show notes please go over to our website businessawardshow.co.uk thank you